I, I've, I've got a real bugbear on this. And this, this song, no, another book, Work Like a Woman by Mary mm-hmm. Portis. This is all about that. She was yeah. working for a company and thought, well, hang on a minute. Um, I want to do things differently. I actually think the empathy I have, for example, is a really strong trait. So I'm going to yeah. leave and go do something else. And as we know, she's, she's really successful. So I'm so excited by that one because I, you know, back really in good. my employee days, I managed a team and I managed quite a big team and it was an international team across two different, you know, one couple of my people were in America, a couple, you know, somewhere in the office I was in, in London. Yeah. And I remember my directors pulling me aside and saying, we think you're too soft. You're being too soft and too nice <laughs> and you're not managing very strongly. And we need you to, we need you to sort of, we're going to develop your management skills. So they kind of put me on a couple of courses, which were great, but they also told me to, start to emulate the style of the person in the office that they considered to be the best manager. Who Let me guess. Was obviously a man. <laughs> and they told me to look at what he did and they told me to sort of take on board some of the techniques he used and start using them with my team. And so I did. I was very diligent as an employee. I did exactly as I was told at all times. I desperately wanted to be better all of the time. It's the one thing that you know, I'm competitive only with myself. I always want to do better. So I listened, I watched, I learned, I implemented. And then they took me aside and they told me I was being a bitch. And I was like, but... I'm Who took you really- aside? Your team or the bosses? The d- bosses. Oh. So the directors took me aside and they said, whatever you're doing is not working. You're being bitchy. And I said, well, I'm doing exactly what you've told me to do. And I'm doing exactly what this particular manager does. I have copied him exactly. If anything, I'm doing what he does slightly softer than he does Mm. it because I can't bring myself to do it as strongly as he does it. And yet you think that makes me a bitch. I'm like, I'm being assertive. And you say that I'm being aggressive or bossy. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was like, okay. I said, well, I'll stop doing that then. And I'll, I'll do things differently. They said, okay, how are you going to do it? I was like, I'll just do things differently. I've done some learning. I've done some reading. And I went back to exactly what I'd been doing before they'd interfered with my management skills. Uh And the next review meeting, perfect. You're doing so well. We're really, whatever you've done, you know, however, where did you learn how to do this? Who taught you this particular thing? And I thought, well, no, this is exactly what I was doing in the first place. You just considered it too weak because I wasn't constantly having a go at people. And I was leading with empathy. And I was letting yeah. people come to me and talk to me and giving them space and, you know, communicating with them in the style that worked best for them rather than just the style that worked best for me. Um, and I, it was a real lesson in stick to your guns and don't try mm. and copy someone else's style because it will feel so foreign. You just, it'll never hit home. Yeah. And I think that's why I put so much emphasis on mentors, having mm-hmm. a mentor who, doesn't say do it like me or do it like but she says yeah. try a few things out test them yeah. um be curious go and speak to different people figure out oh you, you know me I'm a massive thing with teams speak to your team leaders mm. speak to your teams um find out actually how do they want to be communicated with yeah does email work does phone work don't be surprised if you email someone and they don't email you back because actually they prefer to be on a phone yeah obviously there's a bit of give and take in this but yeah. The number of leaders who say to me, my team, my team won't speak to me. They won't have to keep pulling information out from them. And I say, great. Have you told them you want this information? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, they should know. I'm like, how? How should they know? 
you need to set the boundaries, not boundaries. You need to set the parameters of what you need and when you need it. Exactly. You ca- especially when you come into, oh, don't get me started on performance management. Oh, um, Have you found yeah. in change management as well, mm. it's something I've learned. And I think I've, it almost, it's one of those things that you know, but has been highlighted to me this year. And it was when I was working with a peer of mine that is a neurodivergent coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is such an expert in neurodivergence. He's written books on it he's you know raised neurodivergent children he's neurodivergent himself yeah. and there's a key phrase and it works so well when you've got someone resistant to change for any reason whether they're resistant to change because they're neurodivergent or because they're fully set in that we've always done it this way mindset yeah. and the phrase is just try it on for size just try it on for size just give yeah. it a go if it doesn't work you can go back this isn't a permanent change we're just trying it on. We're just giving it a check mm-hmm. to see how it looks on us and if it fits. And it takes away that all or nothing binary. And I think it makes it so much easier to kind of go, well, I don't have to be all this or all that. I can try that and it might yeah. work. and I might want to keep it or it might not. And it might not fit and it might be very uncomfortable, in which case I can put it aside and try something else on. And I just yeah. I think it, as a phrase that's so easy to remember it just makes such a difference when you're trying to learn and trying to progress is that it's not either or you can just try things on. I can see that working really well in schools Mm. with children. Um, because as we know, there are loads of different ways to learn. And sometimes as a kid, you you, you won't know, you won't know until you've done a few different ways. So when you said try on to see if it fits sort of thing for fit, I was thinking about putting a jumper on, see if it fits, if it's comfy, if I like it, if I don't, let me try the next one on until I find something that works for me. Yeah. I'm a coach. A coach, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wetsuit, you know. Either yeah. way, I am um, with change management. I always, it's funny actually because I'm I'm qualified in both change management and project management, mm-hmm. and quite often I will be called into uh, a project as a change manager, and I'll be called in when something's gone wrong. Always yeah. away. And it's such a shame because I always, I literally, this is the one. This, this is why I want my legacy to be. How's that? I want people to realize you bring change managers in right at the beginning because they do all the hard work yeah. of stakeholder engagement and analysis, benefits analysis, um, understanding what the training be, what's going to be the communication plan. They do all the upfront work that when you get to that change, when it actually happens, the buy-in is pretty much there. And there's mm-hmm. just a little bit of teething probably problems as you go through the change. Yeah. And it should, you know, it should almost be quite a fluid motion. Usually what happens, change managers are brought in just after the change has happened and no one's adopting the change because they haven't had all the stuff before it. Or they bring them in just before the change and the change managers are told, this is happening, so we now need you to go and train people. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we adapt, we overcome and we get (laughs) on with it. But I have done a couple of um, consultancy pieces of work where I've just gone, please, if you do this again, just bring someone at the beginning. Even if mm-hmm. you just bring them in for a day a week, you don't have to pay them full time. Yeah. Get someone in the room. Right? Like It's like being at the table, isn't it? Get someone around the table to work with your project manager or get someone who's dual hatted to yeah. understand that you have to do the stakeholder management and the engagement and the benefits analysis and the communications. All yeah. of that. Forewarned is forearmed. Oh, definitely. And so, yeah, so often I've seen, you know, or I've been brought into projects and they bring you in to be the peacemaker. And you're like, well, that's actually not my job. <laughs> you no. know, the amount of times I've done, I call it like director therapy. It's like couples counselling, but for directors when they can't agree. 
right? If we'd have talked about this two months ago before the disagreement hit hit this level, yeah. we wouldn't now be in couples counselling. Um, but instead, we're going to have to go through marriage counselling for you to make you understand and communicate and do all of the things that you could have done weeks ago. Completely agree. I think a lot of it I've seen comes down to communication. But I think a lot of people are scared, aren't they, as well? Especially with change. Yeah. It's almost you can see a problem coming. You're like, no, just don't look at it. Don't look at it. Shield your eyes. It won't happen. But it always happens. And it's just that having those hard conversations early. Exactly. sub episode it really hit home on how important it is to lead with your own unique style and work with your teams to understand actually how are you going to work together you also got a little bit of a sneak peek into uh, one of my passions which is change management um i got on my soapbox and uh yeah i was going to edit it out but i think i'm just going to keep it all in because it's important bring the experts in certain areas in at the right times it'll make your life so much easier in the next sub episode, Alex talks about her predictions for the next year. And um, we talk about walking before you run and not comparing yourself with others. We even make up a new word. See if you can spot it. As always, all references are on the show notes.